0: Shuff then. then. you listening to the Shuff Then podcast.
1: Yep, yep. All right, and uh microphone check one two. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Shuff Then podcast. Um Right here with Stacks. What up, Stax
0: What up, though. What up, though? What up,
1: though. Chilling, chilling on a Saturday. Uh, kind of sad about the Lakers but we'll get into that in a little bit um first I'm gonna introduce the homie Ernie Cardona what's up dog how's it going
2: what up it's good everybody glad to yeah, be here yeah. thanks for having
1: me fuck yeah man we're happy you you have the time right. to come you know your busy schedule to come kick it with us and have a little bit of a conversation and uh let's, right, off the bat, right off the bat let's talk about last night man as Laker fans how fucking gruesome was that shit at the end <laughs>
0: Oh, it was upsetting bro My stomach was hurting The homie was calling me He was telling me Let's go to Vegas Let's go to Vegas I man, I was still upset. I was pecking my shit up I was like I'm getting the fuck out of here and Then I really thought about it. Like fuck I gotta be here on Sunday And watch the game <laughs> What Am I gonna be doing on the road so, uh, I was like, You
3: know Dude
2: you did, uh, I think The homie said it best Right Which is uh, We're spoiled man You know We grew up Like I grew yeah. up Watching the Lakers Obviously right And uh dog, you're just used to watching Kobe hit shots mm-hmm. like that. we watched him hit shots like that for fucking decades, bro, yeah. you know, for the longest time, man. And it's a bummer, man. Cause, uh, you know, I feel like when you watch a game like that, it's heartbreak, but it's like twofold heartbreak because you know that, you know, he's not here anymore, man. And, uh, you know, yeah. rest yeah. in peace to him and his daughter and everybody that was on that helicopter. But, uh, yeah. we're just spoiled, man. We're spoiled for sure as fans, you know, uh, Used to being what 10 points down, bro, like 12 yeah. points down. And uh as long as as long as the, the boy was on the squad, man, you knew <laughs> we had a chance. We had a fighting. I still chance. remember
1: how, moments when, like, yeah, where it's like that last second, and you're nervous, but once Kobe has the ball, he takes away like, a little okay. bit of that stress. You're like, it's okay,
0: like, oh. he can he has a chance, like and yes. you're not even
1: mad because when he missed, because he, he made so many, he won games like that so yeah, many dude. times yeah. that when he missed one, it was like ah like, he's human, like you know.
0: I rather have had fucking Anthony Davis or fucking LeBron James taking the last shot, and I wouldn't have been mad if they would have took it and they would have missed it. But Danny Green, <laughs> motherfucker, wasn't even making shit these past Real, games. Dude. They should have shot. They should have fucking shoved it, shoveled past the fucking Caldwell Pope. Caldwell Pope, Pope that he's pump faked it, drove in or something, bro. Do, I would have had guys, more faith. It's upsetting.
1: Do you guys consider KCP the third man? Or who do yeah. you consider yeah, the third sure. man? Yeah, right. KCP. Yeah, he's the third KCP. man. Yeah, KCP for sure. Because because Kuzma was supposed to be that guy, you
2: know. Eh. He, he, no He was way. supposed to be that no dude. Way.
1: He just hasn't. He has not shown that that like killer
2: instinct or or.
0: I already seen a. I already seen a trade. A trade prediction: Kuzma Caruso for Victor Oladipo.
2: Nah, bro. We gotta keep. We gotta keep Caruso, man. Caruso's. Honestly, but fourth Victor, man, bro. At this but point, Vic,
0: but Victor Oladipo would be fourth, third, of, <laughs> and, and fifth yeah, man, Oladipo's bro. A Victor, Victor, Victor jumps out the jam, bro. Victor Oladipo, know, he man. can ball. I feel He's like, just injury I, prone, yeah. but
2: in my opinion, it's uh, you know, dude, he came off of the he he went undrafted, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, put in time in the D league. Yeah, And he's getting run in the finals, bro. And getting, like, significant minutes. Like, he's, yeah. a, he's a hooper, man. He's a no, hooper. I would have sure. had
0: him better shoot the shot last night, too. <laughs>
2: I'll build him a Say statue y'all. outside of Staples already, bro. Karusha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just not. just Instead of a statue, him just make, like, a ball, like, a head, like, fucking losing hair. <laughs> the
3: lucky ball, you <laughs> can just rub it, statu- right, right? Yeah. Release, like, rub the hair, like yo. like this. And
0: it has he's no like, hair. Has it, has a, thing? it has a headband. It no tiene pelo dude. arriba. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the Caruso rocks, like him, use, losing hair just like like Ad embraces his unibrow. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. I feel like any other person would have shave their fucking head off already because he's practically completely bald. Like he does
2: not have that much going on up there anymore. Like, you know, is, dude, you know what's you know what's funny though is uh. uh you know, I, I'm in a couple of like group chats and stuff like that, like about the Lakers and whatever. Right. And uh, <laughs> sometimes we like freestyle, like we'll like do freestyle, like text or whatever. And I like <laughs> dropped a couple bars or whatever. And I was like, yeah, man, like I got a convertible, like the top off is Caruso. I forgot <laughs> that the homie in the group chat. <laughs> the, the, the homie in the group chat was like, he's bald. And he's like, "Hey, man, shit's not funny, dog." <laughs> like, <laughs> you offended it him to the best
1: of us. <laughs> uh, I was like, "Shit!" I mean, no one's safe shit. from that shit, you know. Honestly, Hell but no,
0: bro. Like, I keep saying it. I, you guys heard the last episode. I keep saying it. I want to get head, hair hair transplant, dog. I want more hair. I got <laughs> hair, but I want more hair.
1: <laughs> man, I mean, look, like, shout out to my my one of my my well both of my brothers, but shout out to renee who right now is fucking like he lost his hair young bro i mean i want to say where he yeah. was like 22 21 Damn. 22 bro when he was already getting like the because he used to get that the that that famous daddy yankee
2: haircut you that's know who like, lost his hair before he hit before he hit puberty bro that's crazy <laughs> <For> <laughs> because he would go to the barber
0: shop every week to so go cut his hair yeah he was cutting
2: his hair
1: every week i still remember that man, man, right man right there on anaheim me. With the homie Luis, who ended up moving to Georgia. I wonder whatever happened to him. I wonder if he's out here somewhere what? doing his thing. That's yeah. Crazy, dude. Yeah, he moved to Georgia like back in like that had to be like two thousand and five or something like that, two thousand and six. That um, was from high but- school funny stuff funny stuff but um but yeah man it sucks hopefully tomorrow it's a different story I mean I don't want I don't want it to go to game seven I, I like nope. that's like no way it was
2: too much too much pressure man Nah, that's speaking not, that's of losing not your close, hair baby. I'll lose my hair bro if we're to lose <laughs> seven man either I either it falls out naturally or I'm gonna pull it out dude you know the anxiety man and I was no getting way. greedy no I seven. was
1: getting greedy by saying that that the Lakers was gonna for sure. I I said in the beginning, i I thought it was gonna be like a four and four zero. After watching the first game, I'm like, it's gonna be a sweep.
3: Yeah,
1: you know. And right. then game two was a struggle, but it still felt like all right, we we got game two. But then they came back two one, and then you know now it's three two, and it's like seeing Jimmy Butler. He played like forty seven minutes, dude. Like dude, he's he a beast, the whole man. game, dude. That is nuts. He's
2: a beast. Yep.
1: But it's the finals. He's a final baller, baller, man. Baller. Baller. Yeah. It's a fine. They are trying to so say that he like, was a the
0: problem. They were trying to say he was a problem. Nah, they were saying, if you put a dog around, what is the dog going to do? Fuck the cats up. And they were putting him around pure cats. Put them around dogs. <laughs> yeah, true. And yeah. that fool has a team now, bro. That yeah. fool is some better
1: way. That so. fool, Tyler Hero, that youngster, bro. That motherfucker's a beast, hey, he's too. good. he's good, too. Duncan Robinson. 20 years old, bro. Yeah, Duncan Crazy, Robinson, man. that son of a bitch is pissing me off. I
2: was <laughs> Dude, I Dude, say- somebody's got... Speaking of barber, J- bro, somebody gotta hook that fool up with a haircut, man. Cause this hair is whack, dog. You can't be in the NBA with that haircut, homie. Who, like, Anthony? Um, uh, fucking like, Jimmy Butler. Nah, man. Uh, Robinson. Oh, <laughs> He's got that, like, uh, that office haircut. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like Jim <laughs> Pelfrey and shit. Like, dude, nah, man. You gotta get lined up or something, dude. Right? Get some stripes on your head. Be in the NBA head. in the final. For real, bro. Something, man
0: yeah he's just like a normal white dude like just a, a plain old white dude coming out the street shooting threes and ball like what for real, like, bro, man, he just looked
2: like a white dude that
0: works at an office bro i played enough i played enough
2: hoops man like at the park at the gym whatever those was ball man Do you know what i mean yeah they the got their number whatever but the yeah for real right? dude.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, I don't think there's enough sure. Latinos in the in the NBA. You know, I feel like most of us, like most Latinos, go for soccer or baseball over over basketball.
2: It seems like we're just it. not tall enough. We're just not tall enough, <laughs> man. That's the bottom line. <laughs> like we had, we had in the history of Mexico, had like two fools yeah. that were over like six, nahira,
0: five. Was, was it yeah, Nahira? And like a like that was, yeah, dude, that's that was is... in the
2: Guinness World Records. Of the tallest Mexican ever, of course, he made the NBA. You know, it's the tallest fool <laughs> we ever had in our life, man. That's the history of the people yeah, that's crazy. That is gnarly. Like, I didn't even know that.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't know I'm that was either. I just knew <laughs> it was not like, like, yeah, gonna yeah, play with true, the Mavericks. That funny
1: ass, shit, <laughs>
0: I just knew not how to play for the Mavericks. I didn't know he was the tallest Mexican. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's oh, like man. two
2: fools that were over six three, dog. One of them was Eduardo Nájeras, and like the other one was like I don't know some Aztec warrior that gave the Spanish fool some run back in the day. Back <laughs> you in know, the... that's about it. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, a
1: lot of indigenous uh... people are short, you know. And the thing, some of the yeah, tallness comes from the European fucking shit that got embedded in our DNA, you know.
2: Yep. True. Um,
1: but. All right, well, I'm going to change the subject and um, get a little more serious up in here, you know? Oh, serious, serious, um, serious,
3: serious,
1: So, first and foremost, you're the, you know, you're the owner and, and you run, run the Grasshopper in Long Beach.
2: And it's been open for, what, like a little over a year now? Yeah, bro, uh, let me think. November, like, in a couple weeks, it'll be a year. And oh, okay. uh, we've been closed longer than we were open. You know yeah I mean? this so, whole pandemic uh, we're trying to put in work man and you know figure out a way to uh open up uh city's giving us a chance they're not making it easy but you know we could i think hypothetically open up in the outdoors like patio style Gotcha. and gotcha. Uh, man, at this point dude like it's really just not ideal you know to open up outdoors because i feel like you know we put in a lot of work on making it like super cool inside and go outdoors it's like you kind of miss out on the vibe but you know all said and done i do feel like we have a good product like you know we got fire cocktails that's primary right like what we're what we're trying to like be known for yeah hopefully you know what i mean the product speaks for itself and uh yeah man it's been been about a year been working on it i guess as a project for like a little over two around there so we built it out that was my Uh, next
1: question i guess i wanted to kind of started from the from before opening it like uh kind of what was the what was the process or what was i mean first and foremost i had the idea of having a bar in general is already it's pretty fucking awesome you know i think everyone wants to know somebody that owns a bar you know we all want to have that friend like yeah that's my boy (laughs) (laughs) he owns a bar and all that and (laughs) the fact that you did it and it's you know obviously not easy uh what what right. was like the what was the motivation or what what first started you know giving you the idea
2: that you wanted to open it or, start well, uh, OR. so i have another business friend. i do like the trucking thing have wilmington, right. which i feel like you know probably a lot of people wilmington are somehow associated to it you know or know yeah. somebody that is uh, i was like super blessed man you know with the help of my pops my brother you know family-run business basically that put us in a situation where uh we had enough capital basically to like, you know, think about starting something else and doing something else. And, uh, I, uh, I moved into this house that was around the corner from a bar called Monty that opened up while I was living there. And I always had that in the back of my mind, bro. Like I just love bar culture. I love from the high to the low, like I'm all about it. Right. And I spent a lot of my, uh, my youth, you know what I mean? Like being a patron of these establishments. So like, I just got to know like a lot about it. I feel like, you know, I was a patron and uh, the spot opened up around the corner from my old house where I was at. And I got to know the owner who's actually one of my, one of my business partners. Oh, three okay. of us. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, dude, I think, you know, I love that place. And I told him, I was like, yo, like whenever you do the next one, let me know. Cause I want to get in on it, you know? Yeah. And uh, he kind of like, probably quizzed me a little bit and he was like what do you know about you know bars and I was like well you know I've never worked at one but I've been to like this place and I've been to that place and it's like top to bottom man like you know all over LA from you know Hawthorne to like you know little Tokyo like just iconic classic like type places that are like known for being a thing right he's like all right this who kind of knows what's up and uh, he let me partner up with him on this one
1: fuck yeah and and the grasshopper, what does that? Where does that come from,
2: or what's that? What what motivated uh, that name? So we're on we're on locust, locust in Anaheim, and uh, locust is like a terrible <laughs> thing yeah. in biblical terms. You <laughs> yeah, sense so we can't really call it the locust. But like the grasshopper, you know, in a lot of cultures, is like a good luck sign, and uh, we just kind of flipped the flipped the script on it and decided to call it that. Yeah, El chapulín
1: Colorado, right? <laughs> El yeah. <And then> chapulín, <laughs> bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, for sure it is. Hard. Yeah, man. That's fucking that's cool. dope, man. I I mean I I got the opportunity to go like during the winter time. I believe it was um right before basically this whole shit with the pandemic started, and yeah, man, it was fucking awesome. It was a good vibes. I especially enjoy, like, the – how you guys – like, the wallpaper. First of all, that color, that, like, kind of emerald green color, and then everything's kind of gold with brown. It just has, like, an old-fashioned yet still modern look to it. You know what I mean? Like,
2: and it's – So our take on that was, like – and I I see that all the time, dude, where, like, a new spot opens up, right, and you're like, oh, man, like, this place is, like, super dope. I I love the decor, right? But I feel like – there's certain bars that open up and they try to be like super contemporary and modern. And that fades fast. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. two years go by and nobody says like, yo, let's go to that place because it just kind of like fell off of the mat because yeah. you know, the decor didn't hold up. So what we try to go for was like this timeless classic like oh, bar, right? Where if you were to walk into that place, in, like, 1957 or something (laughs) like that. It'd be like, damn, this place is dope, right? You walk into that place, like, now, like, 2020, it's like, damn, this place is dope. And hopefully you walk into that place, like, 2050 or whatever, and you're like, this place is dope, you know? (laughs) So it's just, like, you want to do something that ages well and, like, you know, has a good patina as it gets, you know, older and gets more run. Uh, That's kind of what we were going for, yeah. Yeah,
1: and that takes takes a lot of planning, bro. I think, you know, because just having the bar itself – it's like you, you think about the basic stuff, you know, like, oh, I'm going to have drinks and, you know, I'm going to have, I don't know, a DJ or I'm going to have. And that's another thing. Like some bars, I think a lot a lot of bars nowadays want to get their customers through like sports or through, you know, having like 75,000 TVs. TVs. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: yeah. yep,
1: yep. And and it's cool and everything, but it's like some of those places I would only go every once in a while because to I want to watch the game, you know, right. and it's like your yeah. bar feels more like i'll just go there on like a fucking wednesday if i feel like it and it won't intimate, feel like i'm just intimate. going there yeah. for that you know i'm going there for the vibe
2: you know for the it for
1: feels
2: the, more intimate
0: i use that like you feel like more well, yeah, I, I know what you're
2: trying to say I'll, I'll be honest with you man is that you know uh i think a lot of it goes into how you build it out and like the product that you put forth right but uh I want to give a shout-out to uh, the team, and that holds it down, the homie Omar and Brian, you know, yeah. Long, Beach, Long Beach Fools. That, uh, dude, it's, it's honestly, like, the personnel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the ownership that, that, that really gives it that feel where, like, you know, I feel like if a corporation went in and, like, built out what we built out, like, to the T, right, if the people aren't there that give you the drink, that make you the drink, that chop yeah. it up with you, that, you know, talk to you for a little bit they wouldn't feel the same like bottom line. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, if you hire people from, you know, indeed or whatever to like, you know, a bartender, <laughs> it ain't going to feel the same dude. Like bottom line, you know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, those dudes, those dudes are clutch, man. Love them. You know, I really respect them and the work that they put in. And, uh, that's why I think we have the product that we have and, you know, the establishment that we have is, uh, is a people, you know, that are passionate yeah. about what they do and, uh, love what they do and, I think it it transcends to the customers like picking up on it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it
0: sounds like they're so so they're from Long Beach too. So they're from the your your work yeah your stuff. Also that probably you know that yeah, how you said that makes it better because they're from the home. They're from right there. You know the home team working that's tight. Like everyone, they feel at home. Like oh I'm from Long Beach too. They know what stuff they can connect with people when they yup. yeah.
2: Yeah, dude, tight. for sure, that's, man. That's, it's uh, you know Long I'm Beach not from Long cool. Beach, but my tell everybody but I'm but makes across, it right across here the bridge, from, well, bro.
0: Yeah. Yeah, hey, I'm from across the bridge neighbors. from the,
2: the, bad, the bad part of Long Beach, you know what I'm
0: saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny like, because huh? when when I, uh I live, obviously live out here in Georgia and I, you know, people ask me like, oh, where are you from? You know, and I'm like, oh, I grew up in Cali. And, oh, yeah, what part? And it's like, I don't want to say L.A. because I really didn't grow up in L.A. I didn't grow up in any parts of no, L.A. And, you know, it's yeah. L.A.
2: County technically, but like no, nowhere near LA, actual yeah. like Los Once. Angeles. Yeah. It's, it's L.A. City, bro, and, like, if you look at the actual city of L.A., right, and how they, like, drew it up, like, geographically, yeah. it's the 110 that counts as the city of L.A. and the Wilmington, because we make those fools money, bro. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of I revenue remember. that's generated where we're from, you know, but uh, yeah. you're totally right, dude, it's... This is not South Central. It's not Compton. It's not Watts. It's, yeah. you know, not Highland Park. None of that. We're far removed, dude. And uh, it's a beautiful ocean. place, man. Wouldn't have it any other way. I'd love being from it for sure. Yeah, dude. and...
1: And I tend to tell people, like, I tell them Wilmington and they think Delaware or fucking North Carolina. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, 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 there's another one. There's a third Wilmington. That's- it's in the West Coast and it's the <laughs> Wilmington. So I just tell them, I just tell them, like, Long Beach. I'm, Long Beach is like my name, you know, they're my neighbors. So it's like the easiest way for people to put it, like, I guess in, in their heads, like to map it out where I grew up at, you know, because they, yeah. Never heard of Wilmington, California. It's just the truth. Or, or I'll say I'm from by the the port. You know, the port of LA right. is obviously like one, if not the biggest one. I think in in, in the world, it's like the second second think,
2: biggest in the world, right? I think Wilmington, San Pedro, Long Beach. Uh, when you encompass them together, yeah, it's like that's a one different. of the biggest. Yeah. yeah. So it's
1: like you know, it's it's all long, mostly most of the people in our neighborhood are like come from Longshoremen. You know, a lot of the parents are Longshoremen or they're truck drivers. Like you know, you you guys own a truck business, right. so it's like. That's all part of the, the culture here, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It's also very... There's a lot of talent in our neighborhood, man. A lot of our artists, a oh, lot of dude. painters, musicians. Absolutely. I mean, everything. But unfortunately, something overshadows that shit, you know, which is all that fucking gang bullshit that happens and all the violence, unfortunately, yep. always overshadows our hood. But it is what it is, you know? It's just... That's dude, just how it I'll is. I'll
2: say something, though, man. I think, like, dude, it's, it's crazy that I feel like, you know, we... Have so little invested in the community, right? Like, this 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 pretty bad neighborhood. All said and done, right? But the fact that, like, dude, like, so many people make it either out or stay in it and do what they do. Yeah. Like, dude, I I think there's something about the place, man, where it's like, I don't know if it's, it's special. living next to living next to refineries or you know <laughs> living next to the fucking bridge, whatever, right? But like, I think it inspires a lot of creativity in people, man. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's beautiful to see, man. I, I was love just it. Showing, I was just showing my homies, because uh,
1: they were talking about like music. They grew up listening to it, and I was like, man, I didn't grow up listening to this, but it's about my neighborhood, and there's a song called Funky Funky L Street. And oh, ran- Really? And my buddy, nah, yeah, my buddy's so all into, cool. and it's like an old school, like 1970s, kind of like funk, funk, kind of, I, I don't know, I don't even, so- I, don't know, I don't know if it's like funk and a little bit of blues, but it's like an oldies kind of type of song, and he talks like about L Street and Avalon, he talks about Avalon all that. I've heard that
2: song, but I didn't know that it was about the L Street. But, yeah, that's uh, what.
1: That's why I thought what? I was like, man, maybe I'm tripping. But then once he said Avalon, I'm like, okay, there's no denying oh, it yeah. anymore. Elstree and Avalon—that's that's, crazy. That's dude. like yeah. right there. Then that's there. That's like the the middle of Wilmington. and that's by like, the dawn, bro. Right, right. Yup, yup. And it's just fucking, you know, it's humbling to speak to someone like you, who's, you know, obviously like grew up in this neighborhood, and you know, you're still there, and you're fucking, you're putting in work, man, and you're 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 showing that. Cause I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times there's some misconception that if you grow up like that, like you're automatically, ah, yeah, it is your hood. And you're like this type of person. It's like, not nah, like, you know, we're not, there is a little bit of that. You can't take, you can't take all of that oh, away from our blood. Cause we're nah, bred what, into man? that, but we're fucking right. entrepreneurs. You know, we're, we're, we're business people and we're hopefully setting an example to the next generation from that neighborhood. That, yeah, you know what yeah.
2: I mean? And speaking on that, you know what I mean? I think, uh, if you're from there, dude, you're from there, man, right? I'm like, I've seen or I've, I've had the privilege to visit people like all over the country, right? That yeah. are from Wilmington, right? And like, I'll give you an example, like when I went and saw you guys like in March before all the pandemic or whatever, bro. Yeah. This is, like this a world away, but yeah. then you start talking a certain way, right? And you're like, oh yeah, like there's Wilmington, baby. You know what I mean? like, dude, I'll go, I'll go see. Like, I'll go see homies, like, up in the Bay or whatever. Like, you know, like, the Muscato brothers, like, Peter and, you know, Tony. And, dog, like, the whole other, you know, like, side of Cali, right? Like, in the Bay. But you start dropping the lingo and saying certain words or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. you're like, hey, that's Wilmington, bro. Like, we're all yep. over the
1: place, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you guys came sure, right, right before the NBA shutdown, right?
2: I think you guys went to one uh, of the last yeah, games, dude. right? <laughs> we saw the last game, yeah. Yeah,
1: That's crazy. that was that was
2: tight, man. This I love Atlanta, man. It was dope.
1: Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you got to come over and we made we made some agua right here at the crib and like, cause you guys were you guys were kicking, you know, we kicking it the night before, so it's like, yep. you guys were a little hungover. So I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm gonna get some of our a chiles little. going and a lot of. A <laughs> lot of. <laughs> that was
2: beautiful though, man. I loved it. It was yeah. tight.
1: And I thought it was funny because
2: I remember you because you guys look kind
1: of exhausted. You and Eric already like because you guys went to a wedding and you know you guys were you guys were man. kicking it. And I remember you guys were like kind of like feeling about the game, kind of like damn, like oh, you guys wanted to go to the game, but we're like a little like, man, we still gotta have you gotta bring that energy out to go. It's you know, it right. takes a lot of energy to go to a game. And I thought it was funny that it went to double overtime. <laughs> oh
2: dude, for real, man. Like
1: it's like out of all I was the like, games have been
2: to low, double OT. <laughs> low, low key in the back of my mind, it was like regular time, and I was like, please let this shit be over, man. I'm just trying to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but then even after that, we still went to uh oh man, we went to like that that strip club out there. That's like uh the, the one I, place. What's it called? Uh hold it's on the back of my head right now. Is it Magic I- City? Claremont, nah, Claremont
1: Claremont Lounge? Lounge, the Claremont Lounge. Claremont so, Lounge.
2: Yeah. So just to
1: give the, the list, yeah, to give the listeners a little bit of a little story about the Claremont Lounge, it's like it, it's one of the most like infamous places to come to in Atlanta. It's not, it's it's a strip club, but it's not known for like the women being like the best looking. It's not that's not the point right. of it. It's for you to have an experience and it's like you get some weird ass characters in there. Like the strippers are like, for example, I, I got the I went one time um and we went in there and it's like super dark it's not that big of a bar or of a place right. and then like there was this lady in there who had like let's just say those knockers are fucking huge <laughs> right? right and she's in and this lady she's not she's That's not in her wild. 20s or her 30s like she's easily like up there like maybe late 40s i don't know but That's her trick wild. was to smash smash cans beer cans with her boobs bro Man, wow, that, that's,
2: that's just odd. like an example you go in there and it's like she's in there walking <laughs> around know, like, what's I'm... up you give her
1: a
3: can. she's
2: like you know you know it's crazy though man it's like you know a lot of people will be like i i guess the way i looked at it right when i walked in i was like some people could say it's like gimmicky or you know like uh you go there to like laugh whatever the way i look at it is like yo these, these ladies are they got a talent and they have a way to make a living and hopefully they do pretty well making that living. You know what I mean? I don't know about now, like the pandemic and all that, but like, that's how I looked at it. I was like, yo man, this you know, to each their own, come in, enjoy yourself, have a good time. Yeah, And like, yeah, bro. Like we were, we were exhausted. Right. But like, man, all you got to say is like, yo, basketball talk camps. I was like, all right, I'm not that. tired." (laughs) And then we went after the game to Claremont. It was like strip club. Like talk cans, I was like, Yeah, I'm not that high. I'm <laughs> Like, let's bro, I got a little energy left in me, you know.
1: Fuck it. I mean, when in Rome, like they say, right? It's uh-huh. like you don't know when you're gonna be
3: I, I this.
2: Like, dude, uh about Georgia, right? Uh me and my brother, I got a little brother, right? His name is he's my own shout out to him. Uh I think we walked away, man, like we left that place and I've been, you know, I've been to a couple of places like in the world, AKA, you know, the US, yeah. whatever. I love L.A. I don't know if I'll ever leave L.A. Right, but I've been to certain places where I go, and I'm like, eh, whatever, right? Place, yeah. place, is cool. Doesn't call my attention, whatever, right? But, dude, Georgia, I feel like it's Georgia for me and Mexico City where I was like, all right, this place is this place is tight. I could yeah. live here for sure. Like, I'll make the move. Georgia's dope, man.
1: I love yeah. it. Yeah. Georgia's, I mean, I, I had never been here before I moved. So, it was just like Damn. fucking culture shock. And it was just like, right. you know, and, and I wasn't living in the city at the time. Or my homie wasn't. I moved with Sergio. Shout out the to him. Yeah, the homie boo boo who no one no one <laughs> knows, no one in Atlanta knows it. That's his nickname. Well, I guess some people do, but over here is just Surge, <laughs> anyways. He was living in the <laughs> country, really? bro. Yeah, everyone yeah. just calls him Surge. There's no there's no boo boo out here. That's the best nickname in Wilmington, bro. <laughs> 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 Fucking, um, so him being down there in the, in the countryside was like even more of a culture shock for me because it's like there's no like. It's just a road and then there's like one little square. Cause it's just, it, it was in Fayetteville, in it was a small town. It's a you know, it's like everyone Bro, his knows house every- don't
2: have a sidewalk.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like that's crazy, yeah. man. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's weird. That's the, one of the weirdest things I noticed. It's like, what the fuck? People are just walking on the street. Like, there's no, yeah, like it's yeah, it's Georgia, man. It's its own vibe, man. It's its a whole, it's a whole it's it's almost feels like a Another country, sometimes, to be honest with you. Yeah, right. Um, and but I mean, p- it, people here welcome me with open arms, and like you know, a lot of my mentors that help me, you know, progress in my field and my business or whatever. Like they've all shown me love. You know, none of them Obviously, there's shit. There, we should talk a lot, but like it's never been any hating about. Oh, right. because because there is some people who come from from LA. And then they're kind of assholes because it's like, oh, in LA, it's not like this. Well, in LA, it's like this. And it's like, nah, bro, that doesn't matter. You're not in LA anymore. Get over that shit. Start start learning the culture and adapting and meeting the people. You know what I mean? And, like, figuring out the vibes, you know?
2: I I think that's something to say about where we grew up, dude, which is, like, I don't think, you know, you can't take anything for granted, man. You know what I mean? And I know that for a fact, bro, like. If you come out of the sticks from the bottom, whatever, like you can't take anything for granted. If you end up somewhere new, like you can't expect anything yeah. to be handed to you or to be the way that you want it to be. You know what I mean? Exactly, like exactly. Yeah,
0: because then you hear people kind of... describe LA like, oh people from LA, they're all like oh, they're all like fucking snow snowflakes and shit like that. Like, hell not. where you come down where we're from with <laughs> shit, yo, you want me to go for meet those real, kind of dude. People? Like yo, there's other kind of Yeah, people there is there is years, a perception, like, you know.
1: Yeah, like yeah, yeah. right, Los you're Angeles,
0: right. California. There's always like, nah, bro. You come down here where we're from, do you meet other kinds of people that are here, that, you know? hustle, do yep. do what they have to do, you know? And come on, bro. We're not. And then and things. then
1: like the the way the whole way that LA works with like the cost of living and all that. That was another thing. Like when I moved back oh, and I was looking at the houses, like okay, this what the two hundred G's for a house? Four bedrooms? For real, bro? Are you fucking kidding me? You know, and it's like that, and it's not even, <laughs> it doesn't even exist in LA. A two hundred thousand dollar house oh, does not. That's not even something you. Maybe back in nineteen fucking eighty five or something.
2: <laughs> no, dude, it's, it's 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 crazy out here, man. Like, I I honestly feel like you know, I'm I'm getting priced out. You know what I mean? And to me, it's crazy because it's like you know, I have I have homies that you know are consultants, like you know, do well for themselves, right? Yeah, and like single no kids not married they're making paper right i think that i have a pretty steady job and like a good you know income stream or whatever yeah. i can't i can't fathom buying a house like i can't even it's not even in my radar bro that's all crazy. my radar is the fact that like rent's going through the roof and i'm yeah. like who are these people that are like you know moving in and like buying up all the property slash you know like driving up the rent prices i'm getting priced out man like that's that's the bottom line and that's what's crazy about you know LA as a city, man, where it's, like, a little inflated for sure. And, oh, yeah. you know, I think when me and my brother were talking about, you know, Georgia and how much we liked it, it's, like, I feel like you could probably, like, turn it down a notch, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't have to have two jobs, three jobs, whatever. Like, maybe you could just live your life, man, and, like, you know, enjoy yourself a little bit more.
1: And and here's the thing, though, like, the the house prices are lower, but the rent isn't. That's the trippy part, where, like, the rent is still... Right. I'm not going to say it's, ex- like, as expensive as L.A., but, like, it is pretty – it's up there. It's up there. So, it's, like, when you when you compare the mortgage compared, you know, to what you might rent, it's, like, that's why it makes sense out here to buy. You know, it's not – Right. In L.A., it's a little different. It's, like, you know your mortgage is going to be at a certain level and and, and your rent it's going to be lower than that. So, you're, like, okay, that's where you kind of – you make that decision on your own and, you know, you decide, like, okay, is it worth it or not? And for a lot of people, it's just – it's fucking hard. Like, it's not that easy to yeah, just – drop your savings you know and then on top of that i have to deal with the with that with those payments and then the other crazy part is how some of the properties in la are are not really like that nice dude they're not that oh, dude, good yeah. looking and they're selling them for like yeah. close to a fucking million dollars in some areas but yeah. it's it's fucking yeah. crazy
0: There's some it's, crazy ass I spots mean, are like almost a, a half like a half or more than a million i don't know if you seen that video that i sent you last time like in fucking what was it Boyle Heights that yeah. they were selling the house for, for I don't know how much. And the lady was like, protesting, but they were selling the house for a lot of money. I don't know, I don't remember exactly where, bro. And yeah, that's what they're doing. It's just how you said to raise the prices, like it's crazy, there's, man.
2: I, I think there's like a lot of politics involved in it, right? Oh yeah. And like uh for me personally, right, I paid X amount rent, right? In this yeah. like cool neighborhood, close to like a lot of you know things that you could go to, whatever. But, like, when you actually, like, take a step back and think about it, right, do I want to be paying that much money to be half a block away from, like, a homeless encampment? And that's probably, like, a problem throughout <laughs> all of L.A., right? Yeah. that's that's facts, dude. It's, like, oh, yeah. it's not worth it, man. It really isn't, you know? Like, quality of life is, like, it's really hard to, like, make a living. You really have to, like, grind and, like, you know, hustle. And uh, sometimes you don't have time or the means to like take a step back and like you know enjoy yourself it's it's uh yeah it's a little overwhelming sometimes man that's the
1: hard part that you kind of become i don't want to use the word slave but you kind of become like just like like all you got all you're doing is just to survive you know at that point it's that's like it, you don't dude. you don't get no yeah. play time it's just all work work yeah. work 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 and like i think that takes a toll on people physically and psychologically. And oh, then absolutely man that's when that's when other other things start to happen especially when you live in a city that's like you were saying right now there's a lot of homeless people with mental issues that are not getting any help yep. and yep. and you know obviously crime goes up because of that and then it's like yeah like do i really want to buy a house here where where i know that there's going to be fucking drama and then if i'm going to start a family like do i want my kids around you know it's like it's a lot of <laughs> yeah, variables at that point you know it's yeah. it's, it's gnarly and Obviously, like my wife and I, if we you know if we ever have kids or whatever, we would love to. We want our kids to be raised around our, our you know, my my parents and her parents and all that. Right. So it's like it's always been a topic of conversation about when we would move back, and that's why I'm glad I invested in a house out here because now at least I have something that I can use as you know as capital to to move back. You know, right. Um, it's probably the best decision i ever made you know to to purchase oh, a house awesome out here. man
2: congratulations on your wedding congratulations thank on you, the thank house you man. Is beautiful you know what i'm saying you guys are doing a good thing out there man
1: you're probably one of the last people to step foot uh, foot in this house
2: because after <laughs> this
1: whole pandemic <laughs> happened my wife was like i don't want anyone in the house like
2: I, for real bro it's like <laughs> not can't, can't blame her man can't blame her you know That'd what i mean say. like we had we had a couple people over for the game or whatever right but like outside mask on you know what i mean it's fucking weird
1: man and then like i think a lot of
2: people take it as
1: like oh like i don't know it's like almost like sometimes i feel and this is probably just me i'm i don't know there's probably other people like me but i feel like i'm offending people by telling them to put their mask on when i know that the right thing to do is to ask them, hey man do you mind you know would you can you and a lot of people don't mind they don't care they're actually like they they welcome it because they probably feel just as scared or i don't want to use the word scared but they they they're just, they want to be just as precautious as, as, this as us, safe, yeah. You know, but right. it's like, it yep. feels weird sometimes to tell somebody like, Hey man, like, you know, don't, you can't come inside my crib and uh, you gotta wear a <laughs> right. mask. It feels weird, bro. It feels weird. Cause I want them yeah. to come to my house. I want you to come in here. I want to, I want you to check out this, my, you know, my house and my gear and whatever, you know, and it's just like, it's bro, a weird, I think, I weird feel fucking like...
2: times. Uh, I, I know everybody's probably thinking about this, right? But, like, I feel like everybody's just waiting on that vaccine, man. Me, personally, <laughs> like, probably a little bit more because I'm just, like... Yeah, dude, business like, owners, like, yeah. Bro, absolutely. man, it's busy, it's, bro- man. it's brutal, man. You know what I mean? Like, uh, hopefully that vaccine hits soon, man. So, uh, you know, we can have people inside the bar and not just outside. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and I mean, I'm, you guys I'm tired have... of being Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm tired of, like, well, I'm not tired of it, you know. I'm I'm grateful that we're still alive and we're, like, still kicking and, like, you know, yes. trying to, like, proceed to the next step or whatever. But it's crazy, man. Like, I think the the best I've ever felt, probably the most sense of accomplishment that I've ever had, right, was, uh, you know, walking into the place and seeing people enjoy what we built out and, like, the product that we're putting forth. And uh, yeah. I can't wait to get back to that, man. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. I
1: actually, um, went,
2: dude, when I came back from Georgia – I went. I think it was that weekend on a Saturday, and it was on a whim. It was like me and my brother, and we stepped foot in there. I was like, let's stop by the bar. He so was going down, right? And it was like pretty early on a Saturday. It was actually the Saturday before they, they forced us to close or they told us to close, right? Yeah. And I was like, ah, it's like Saturday, like 4 o'clock, you know, 5 o'clock. It's not going to be that crazy. Like, I'll just go say what's up to the boys and, like, you know, tap them up, whatever. And yeah. it was like cracking, bro. Like, it was like, you know, good vibes in there. Like, people were having a good time. Crazy. Uh, you know, playing a little Frank Ocean, like it was, <laughs> it was pretty dope. Fuck yeah! Yeah, man. that was a that was a good day, man. We'll get back to that. You know what I mean? I got a, I got too much pride, and I'm a, too much of a workaholic to let it fall Fuck by yeah. the wayside, man. Um, Gotta
1: and what's what's been what's been like the? Because I, I see on on your guys' Instagram, you guys are are serving drinks, right? You guys are still making right. drinks to go. Like yeah. um, how's that? How's that been,
2: man? Like how how. How have you guys managed? It's been tough, but I feel like, you know, we have to, we've been finding ourselves like reinventing the wheel basically like every weekend, you know what I mean? I think that uh, it's not our business model, obviously, right? Because we're in the business of entertaining and like having DJs and like, you know, music be playing, good vibes inside, like the atmosphere. And it's difficult to like transgress that to like a product that you take home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like the sales have reflected that because, dude, let's be honest, we've been at this for what, like seven months. It's right. Initially, a- yeah, like, absolutely. Initially, people are like, hell yeah, man, like, cool, like, I'll support you guys, you know, like, I'm down and people will get drinks, you know, take them home, whatever. But I'm personally, me, myself, I'm tired of being at the house, man. Like, yeah. I don't want to drink at home no more. You know, what I think mean? so. <laughs> I think I think like that it's reflected that. But you know, we're real grateful, man, because I, I feel like we have a product that you know does speak for itself. So, you know, people are like, damn man, like you know, 40 bucks, whatever, like that's kind of steep for a cocktail, but then you take it home and you realize how good it is, right? How yeah. many you get out of it. And like we've we've been blessed, man. We've had a lot of support. Uh it's kept kept the doors open you know what i mean like technically it's kept us alive um again you know real grateful for you know the staff the homies that are putting in the work and you know helping out with that uh if it wasn't for them man like we wouldn't be in this position it's
1: good that you've been able to keep them working you know too it's like so that's probably the the toughest part I, i mean i feel like when it comes to like companies that are telling their employees like you know, sorry, you know, like, and you can't blame the owners either, because it's like, fuck, like, no one's in, who, no one can control what's going on right now, like, yeah, for and, real, man, you know, I mean, and, our, and our government didn't really take the proper initiative, like, you know, they didn't take it serious in the beginning, and then now it's fucking kicking our ass, and, and, and now we're paying the, we're paying control. the price,
2: you know, we're paying the side price control, for that shit, you know, if, if, you, if you think about it, right, like, basically everywhere else in the world is, kind of back to normal, has been back to normal to a certain degree, right, for a couple of months. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, our government th- didn't take it seriously enough or didn't put the work for it to, like, be successful at controlling and mitigating this thing. And we never got back to normal, man. Like, I feel like there's a couple of countries out there that are, you know, maybe, like, reeling it in because of flu season, whatever, like, yeah. the second spike, whatever, right? But they were living pretty regularly up until this point, right? We never have been able to unfortunately right it hasn't fully it uh, hasn't
1: been able to fully open up
2: yeah man it's it's tough man
1: it's tough and that's that's the that's the fucking crazy part man like and that in our in our country who's which is like always being proclaimed as the greatest in the world or whatever and like countries like india bro where obviously like it's poorer and there's people living right. in shittier situations where they probably can't—they can't just <laughs> go to fucking Walmart and buy fucking Clorox wipes and shit, you know. Right. And there's—they st- still yeah. have a lower death toll than us. Yeah, man. You know. And then that's—that's that's the part that trips me out. And then on top of this virus, we have another fucking virus, which is fucking racism that has like been,
2: <laughs>
1: And like you know all this all this uh, social uh, and racism and pol- and police police brutality and all this stuff that we're dealing with, and it's like. We we can't we can't handle fucking one pandemic and then there's another. Right. I consider it a pandemic, man. It's a pandemic of people's yeah, mentalities yeah. that that are are driven by by negativity and hate and racism and blah blah blah
2: and like. I mean, you know, how how political could we get on the podcast, bro? Because I'll get into it, man. I feel like you know.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna, it's, I'm gonna it's, say this. It's, we try to keep it as fucking neutral as we can. Cause I don't want to be, um, that's not what this this podcast is about. I, I, at least we think it's about talking to people and, and interviewing right. people who are trying to move up in whatever business that yeah, they have. Yeah. But, but for sure, at the end of the day, we live in America and like, right. What's going on right now. It's like, it's inevitable that we're, that the subject is going to come up. And especially when the, when our elections hurts, are a month right. away, the elections yeah, are a month away. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't, I don't like to bash people, but my guest, my, any guest comes in here, I mean, Oscar, my brother came in and he was fucking throwing his shit. I don't, it's a, you know, that's, everyone's entitled to their own opinion and you can say your opinion on this
2: show and no one's, you know, it it is what it is. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to fucking. I I think maybe, man, I'm like, maybe a little peculiar in in my way of thought, right? Which is, I think maybe like, I'm a fan of just talking to people, man, and getting to know people, right? And I feel like I have friends far left and far right, yeah, right? And all same. I have to say about it is that is that people, like, generally are good, man. But right. unfortunately, our political system, you know, uh, propagates these viewpoints that instigate and maybe, like, fuel a fire that isn't there naturally, right, in Absolutely. the way that people think. Same. And just drives hate man like you know like yeah i don't think that you know we're a racist country per se right but the 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 political system you know like you know the news outlets all that like just drives these viewpoints that fuel the fire of you know dividing us basically in my opinion
0: and just these past years even more with the with the president and been people
2: fighting, it's just like, bro. Just bring Obama back, dog. Just bring him back. <laughs> let him let him run it again, dog. Let him run it. Again. Nah, I that's mean, all.
0: That'll be all bad too. We just gotta find someone. I don't know. They just gotta find someone new. I don't like,
1: think. I don't think the president is like really the answer, but he is. Yeah. The, the, but he, but the president is just the what he's spewing. Yeah. Like what he's spewing sure. what he's saying. That's
0: right. what. That's the only. That's what they put. If they put someone else. it will probably be more chilling. Like. You know what I mean? Like, they won't probably be saying that much. This fool just says too much, dog. Twitter fingers, asshole.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep. He ain't got no trigger finger. He got Twitter fingers, you know? For real, man. Yeah,
0: Damn. that's all. Well,
1: the, the thing that's been chipping me out is just, like, families are families are beefing, homie. Like, yeah, know, people right. are beefing with yep. their primos and primas over fucking fuck Trump and fuck, you know, and I will fuck Pelosi and fuck this and fuck that. And it's like,
2: Bro, but you forget that as, as you know, Mexican people, right, from one generation removed Mexico, what, what do Mexican people care about, bro? God, right? Yeah. Family. Mm-hmm. Fools love guns, right? Pretty, it's, pretty, pretty <laughs> like, it's pretty conservative. Yeah. It's pretty conservative, dude. It's that's pretty it. conservative. Yeah. You and like, they're not, they're not for abortion. Yeah. They're I was about to bring that up dude. right you know now. Yeah, Yeah. So that's like, that's, that's pretty right wing man when you think about it you know yeah. so uh yeah man i mean it is what it is bro you know i don't think i have the answers nor the solutions uh yeah. i do feel like you know sometimes it's exhausting right and man this it's crazy to me that it's an election year and people are like dealing with as much as they are work-wise you know like being cooped up quarantine pandemic all that and then to be thrown that on top right yeah. it's like It's overwhelming, bro. It's like real taxing. It was real taxing on people mentally.
1: And then all this, like, and then obviously social media plays a role in in all that shit too, you know? And right now, I'm just tripping out because I I saw this little video the other day where it was like this this girl who uh, was kind of making fun of her Zoom classes. It's like this young, like this TikTok video that came up on my feed. And it's like this, I don't know, she must be like 10 years old. And she's like, oh, types of students during a Zoom class. And she just yeah. kind of gives you examples and all the comments for teachers, like, oh my God, this is so accurate. And it's like, fuck, like, I would I mean, obviously, we we went to school with all of you know what I mean. As far as public school, once you know, kinder to the twelve was with, with everybody in there, you know, interacting yeah. with friends, the drama that comes with beefing in with people, the bullying, the everything that comes with school happened in person. Now right. these kids are living virtually, and and like before, I feel like a lot of parents were like, "Well, I'm gonna try to keep my kid off of social media." But now it's inevitable. Yeah, right. Now they're on Zoom. Now they're living that way. Like it's literally Dude, like I,
2: changing I, the, I'll the say way this, of life. Right? But like I, I've suffered, man. Like you know, business wise, economically, all that. What I really feel for, like in my heart, which is like super difficult to like even comprehend, is people in school, man. Like you know what I yeah. mean? People that are like growing up kindergarten through you know 12th grade bro like how do you deal with it you know what i mean like it's to the point where like it's it's gonna change a whole generation man oh like, yeah moving forward i feel like as it was people were you know like a little bit too hooked on to their phones or whatever but now like wow. you're learning through yeah. your phone or like you through your laptop like that's crazy man <laughs> that's i uh, gonna get,
0: that, gonna get i Zoom think eyes. that's really like
2: <laughs> For real, man. I think that's really the uh, <laughs>
0: zoomies. eyes, They're
2: gonna end up getting zoom
0: eyes, bro. Uh, so they're gonna end up getting zoomies. These little motherfuckers. Like fuck, bro. But, I, it's true. I, you're saying because they they yeah they're all day on it.
2: I I think that's the one, the real thing that's going like unsaid, man. Probably that 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 you know needs to maybe garner a little bit more attention is that. It's it's gonna be tough, man, for a lot of people. You know, a lot of kids, really. You know, growing yeah, up man, and having to deal with this.
1: Because yep. I think, like, a lot of times, I would look forward. Like, well, I didn't like getting up, and I never liked to. I never liked like to,
2: liked to get up early, but like getting I up. I think they wrote a song about that, bro. <laughs> right. <Mexican laughs> Americans don't it's, like getting up early, yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> and they take they
1: they take Spanish class and they get a B. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. class, shit, hold. yeah, and like what so the zoom class?
0: I got zoom depression, <laughs> <laughs> some shit like that, like, yeah, bro,
2: dude. Imagine, bro, like you got you got class at like eight in the morning, you just pop open the laptop, man, yeah. do it from bed, bro. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of little Crazy. videos.
0: There's a fool that I guess he had his camera on, and that fool's just laying on his bed. And the and the teachers like calling <laughs> his name, calling his name. He's like, oh. He's like you have your camera on and he's like oh and he turns it off and he's like he just gets out of the class dude there's, there's <laughs> man, one where like some real...
1: fucking some little kids in class and he's like sitting there and his his mom walks in the background butt naked bro <laughs> and like the teacher's like oh my god turn off the camera turn off the camera and the mom's back there like like just like getting clothes out of the something you know out of the, one of the drawers right. or something and she's like butt naked and the kid and the kid's just sitting there like like not doing anything is like pretty fucking hilarious man it's like it's like the the things that the comedy like i can't wait till one of those kids becomes a fucking stand-up comedian bro and it can like give us like the real like first person point of view of what they're what they're going through you know like because we're never going to be able you know before us as adults can say like well i went to school and i went through this and i did that it's like now like a lot of those things are out of the questions like we can't we can't. We're not going to be able to compare ourselves with them when it comes to some of those things. And then, and then on top of that, absolutely like, not. Like according to like, I mean, uh, when it goes to them already having like a lot of kids have like Instagrams and Facebooks, and they're barely like eight or nine. Like I got a I got a MySpace when I was what, and like I think I was already in fucking either eleventh or twelfth grade. Like I was already pretty much out of high right. school, and I started dealing with like this whole social media thing. And now kids are dealing with. And they're being put. They're they're basically putting themselves on the spot. Very fucking we lose young. It? I think
0: we you know did. Oh. Now it's him. Oh man. No 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 he's back. Uh, he's, back. he's back. He's back. Oh
2: am you're back. You're back. You're back. <laughs>
1: um. Now one of the things I was saying is just that like these kids are being put on the spot early. Man, they're putting themselves in that in that social media platform that causes anxiety man like seeing, oh because a lot of it is like oh you see your homie he's successful yeah. what am i doing you start comparing yourself you know i i know i'm guilty of that. i know that's happened to me that's caused me a little bit of anxiety like man or depression just by like seeing like fuck i'm 20 i'm 30 uh-huh. my boy's younger than me and he's fucking killing it and you start and it's like nah and then you have to check yourself and be like chris like it's not what it's about like you got to focus on yourself you, got, you know what yeah. i mean and
2: i'm nah, thankful man.
1: that my girl's a fucking therapist
2: <laughs> I've, I've been guilty of that for sure man yeah. Oh damn, that's tight. Congrats yeah, so, to her. So she's sitting on the couch and with... stuff and like she she, she ah, does she I charge don't... you or no? Or is three ninety nine? Uh I gotta pay with <laughs> I pay but with you
1: know with uh, it's a different type <laughs> pay with go go else, go if you know what I mean. Go <laughs> <good-able? laughs> nah. That's how you gotta say it, go cuerpo. <laughs> Nah, but she, she gives me tips. <laughs> she just tells me, like, she gave me a book that, it, that is called Why Therapy Works, and I've been reading that, and it's just like, you know, she gives me, like, it's little tips and tricks on how to deal with, you know, little moments of depression because, you know, thankfully I don't feel like I suffer fully from it, you know, but I know I have my moments right. just like, because I'm human just like everybody else, everybody, but, yep. but you know, it's all about fucking staying motivated and finding a little goal even if it's just a daily goal man like okay my daily goal today is to run 20 minutes on the treadmill or it's to fucking chug a 24 pack of corona
2: (laughs) that's a good that's a good goal
1: (laughs) you know whatever motivation you got you need something like that you need to put something in front of you so you can have a goal and actually feel like you're moving instead of just like always in one spot and then you're always doing the same thing and there's never nothing new like you need you know this podcast for us for me and stacks like it's something that during the pandemic we this talked about.
0: This is my therapy right like, <laughs> here. Yeah. This is my therapy. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's
1: fucking dope.
0: Oh, man, I it's, you know? it's
2: it's so true because you know I, uh, especially like you know with the bar or whatever, right? It can yeah. be overwhelming, bro. Like crazy. Like I there's so much to do. Shit, there's like all these bills, right? And I'll give you an example. Like this week, you know, they set forth the rules of how we could reopen, right? And I okay. feel like me and the staff and, like, all the other owners were like, oh, man, like, we have to open this weekend, right? It was impossible, dude. Like, it really, they made it impossible because the rules came out on Monday and then, like, there's all these things that we had to do come Tuesday, come Wednesday. Like, I'm super stressed out because, it's, you know, Friday's right around the corner. It doesn't seem like we're going to be able to open. And sometimes you just have to check yourself and be like, all right, like, let's make a list, right? Let's, like, yeah. go through the list for the day get through that and like work towards that ultimate goal. Right. And if it's not in the timeline that you desired or whatever, it's cool, man, because you're still progressing and trying to get to that. Exactly.
0: It's just yeah.
2: You can't, you can't do the impossible. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, you know, you gotta be realistic all said and done, man. And uh, that's, you know, you do, you do have to like, you know, especially, you know, times like these, man, you have to check yourself a little bit. and like, realize what's what's accessible what's feasible and what isn't man you know and yeah social media i feel like has a lot to do with it uh you know you go on instagram whatever and it's like all you know like super baddies and <laughs> fast cars and like <laughs> chains and like all this and it's like yo like it's not real life really you know what i mean nah. it's like you have to surround yourself with like what's proximity and proximity to you right like realize that that's your reality and live life within your means right and try to be as happy as you can be don't doing try to overdo yourself yeah.
0: don't try to get you get lost in the sauce and then you're done
2: yeah man you, too much. you can't yeah. man. you can't don't do it too much dude happiness is uh you know red west pizza bro and like 20 bucks and quarters you got to realize <laughs> that, you know? it's uh it's real simple man it's simple, i like that you know? i like that for real. Yeah. I mean, and a
0: fucking, and a screecher, if you know what that is.
2: <laughs> and a screecher. And you know what the... Dude, what's up with that guy, man? I would not him he's around there, forever, there, man. He's there. Shout out yeah. to him. Shout out to For soccer.
0: sure,
1: what's
2: up to the homie? Shout out Big Screech.
1: Yeah, and, and, and like, that's why, I like, also going outdoors, man, like, just actually, like, trying to disconnect yourself for, like, even if it's yeah. just one fucking day, bro. No. Nope. Like that shit's important, dude. Like it's like you you forget a little bit about the issues, you know, and a little bit. Yep. Like you got to respond to emails, you got to do all this shit, you know, and but it's like fuck it. That email, I mean, unless it's some really really important, that email can right. wait 2 3 hours yep. and you can go outside I mean, and take can go wait walk, a walk, you know? Or can wait the, a couple days, man. Yeah. Whatever dude, trip it out is. on this.
2: I, I want to go visit my, my folks in Bakersfield like a couple a couple weeks back, maybe like, you know, a month or so and uh, the road was closed, like, the main thoroughfare to get back to LA, the five was closed, and, like, we had to take side streets or like, side little highways, I've been so far removed from, like, taking time off, and or, like, unplugging myself, right, that, like, me and my brother were coming back, and we took that little side road, and we're, like, in the middle of nowhere, bro, like, on a two lane, yeah, and we had the windows down, we're, like, chilling, and I was, like, breathing the fresh air, and I was, like, Oh, shit, like, nature's kind of tight, dude. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right? I mean, when you, like, remove yourself from the grind and the hustle, like, we were in a car, we were in traffic, but, like, being that far away from, like, the city and, like, you know, the grind of A to B to C in a certain amount of time, whatever, just, like, doing that was was a trip to me. Like, that was, like, crazy to me, man. So you do have to, for sure, like, you know, take time off, man, and, you know, realize it's not all about – it's not about money, man. It's not all about grind, status, you know, followers, all that. Uh, you just gotta be happy with yourself, man, and you know, try to try to live live within yeah. those means. All day. All so day. Like
1: we
0: like in a fast life, just fast All pace, day, bro. You just gotta slow it down sometimes, you
1: know. Oh, uh, it's funny because I was talking to my we last week I had my cousin from Mexico, and like um, I was asking him about you know because uh, I remember going to Mexico, and between two and five, they would close. The all the businesses because it was like siesta time and they would close He'd go home and he's like and he's like dude honestly yep. I was like i didn't really like that no more he's like it's like a lot of mexican i mean american corporations right. are coming in here and they're getting rid of that fast shit pace. and they're making it like all day yep. work and fast hustle pace, hustle fast let's fast. go let's go let's go and it's like fuck like part, like yep. part of the reason why i feel like people i don't know i mean i don't live in mexico but i feel like every time i went i just feel like people were happy I don't know. People were a little more, a little more oh, relaxed. Dude. Like it wasn't always like, I'm gonna some something that. It was more like, you know, we're gonna eat, and they were gonna go, and they yeah, were gonna right. work, and then it's just more vibey. And like, if they take that away, like fuck, man, like it's just creating another monster of fucking, uh, well, you know, people who don't enjoy their fucking time. Yeah, dude. Like,
2: right. Capitalism, bro. Yeah, but- right.
1: That's so trip out on is. this, man.
2: Like I know we were talking about like house prices and like you know the real estate market and the economy and all that, right? Yeah. I'm at the point, right, where if by fifty or fifty-five, I just pack pack my bags up, and this is the goal, right? Is by fifty yeah. or fifty-five, pack my bags up, earn dollars, right? But live in pesos. And what I mean by that is like I'm gonna go back, dude. Like you know, I I, I had you know, I was fortunate enough to go down there before I turned like 30 and, you yeah. know, spent some time. And I just fell in love with that, that, that you can live life, enjoy yourself a little bit more than you can do here. And, you know, it's it's definitely a privileged position to be able to say that because for let's be honest, the majority of people down there, you know, in Mexico is, they don't have that facility to say like, Oh, I could relax or I yeah. could like, you know, take time off, whatever. Right. We're, we're blessed in that sense. And, that's that's my retirement plan that's my house right like my yeah. house isn't gonna be in la it's not gonna be anywhere in the states i'm a pack my bags up and i'm gonna bounce i'm out like i'm gonna go back i had an uh, uncle right uh you know that, that that worked up here and he came up here you know like you know was grinding had a solid job and i think it was like right around the time that he could claim social security he was like all right i know Lemos like i'm out <laughs> saved enough, saved enough money here, like you know yeah, he, he built himself, like, a fat little house, you know, down there. He's, like, you know, got all the family. He's enjoying his time, you know, spent time with his old lady. Like, having a blast, bro. And that's I can't say that I get to do that. You know, I can't say that I get to do that. So, that's kind of, like, the goal for me, man, is, a, you know, I mean, ideally end up doing that.
1: That's an ideal situation, bro. Like, once you, you know, once you're at that age, if, like, you feel... You know, obviously, for some people, if they have kids, it's different or whatever. But if you don't, and right. or even if you have kids and they're already, you know, in their 20s and they can manage on their own and shit, you know, right. And you can just get out of here and be like, peace out, you know, God bless you. I taught you what I taught you, it's on you now, and go fucking to Mexico. And yeah, and I feel like my, like, for example, my dad, he's getting close to that. Right. He's getting close to retirement already, man. I think it's, like, a year away, you know, from, from yeah. retiring. And, he, and he's and he been talking about getting a house in Ensenada. He's like, no, I want to get a house in Ensenada. I want to get in Ensenada. And then he's, like, debating it. And I'm like, look, Pops, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I'm grateful for the house that you you grew, like, we grew up in. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm fucking grateful. I am, fuck. too. I had a lot of good times there, bro. You know, but, like, at the end of the day, drama. at the end of the day, I'm, our, I've, you know, I'm moving on. My brothers are moving on. It's, like, right. If you if you want to get rid of that like sell that house and use it for you, like all you bit like you focus on you and my mom, like why you know, like who's gonna be mad at you? Like do your thing. Dad. No way, like, bro. The, come like, on. Go man. out there and fucking chill, like go fucking kick it. You know, like my dad still likes to have his beers. I like, go out there, show with my mom in warmer weather, fucking have your beers. And if they wanted to start like some kind yeah. of little taco business or something, just to keep a little bit of money coming in or like a little hustle on the side, you know, like You can still do that. Stay busy. Yeah, just to keep them them active, you know, so they're not just sitting around. Yep. It's crazy, man. I mean, Um, dude,
2: we're we're from that generation, bro, where it's like, you know, their their first generation, right, came up here. And let's be honest, man, like your almost everyone's parents at our age, right? Yeah. Did the impossible, man. Like, can you imagine? Like, if I were to tell you, like, Yo, hey, it's kind of whack here, right? Politics are whack. Like, it's hard to, like, you know, make money and buy a house, whatever. Let's bounce. We're going to go to, like, Sweden. Like, that's what they did, dude. You know what I mean? It's like they totally packed it up and went somewhere differently, left family behind entirely, right? And gave us the opportunity to do what we do, right? Which I'm forever grateful, bro. Like, I'm forever grateful for that. I will. It kind of, like, embodies who you are as a person. And knowing that you come from that, I feel like, maybe inspires that drive and, like, gets you, you know, out of bed in the morning and makes you prove a point personally, yeah. right? Because It's, it's like you that, know chip. The it's that chip on your shoulder, man. Yeah, that's a, man. That's the chip sure. on our it's shoulder. A chip. It's a chip in our shoulder, right? Yes. And if if your pops is talking about going back, right, like my dad maybe talked about going back, like, buying a little house, why would you not, dog? Right? Like, why would you not?
1: You know what I mean? And then it's not like – it's different that when they came here, because when they came here, they didn't, like – they didn't know they were ever going to go back be- for right. the fact that they didn't have papers. You know, once, you know, obviously now they're right. citizens and all that, it's different, but now that, and that's what, I, and I guess that's my point, it's like, now they can go to Mexico, and it's not like they can never come back and visit, like, if they want to come visit their grandchildren oh, yeah, right. or whatever, like, or really? vice versa, we could obviously visit them, and they can come over here, it's like, right. that that type of, you know, because that was the sad part, was like, we went to Mexico every year, but I had cousins and and uncles and all that that I love, man, that are fucking awesome, right. that, you know. And it's like, yeah. damn, I only see them one once a year, and then you can't ask them like, hey, why don't you, you know, come visit us, you know, because they didn't. Not right. well, now, now some of my uncles do have visas, but still, you know, like especially at that time, I don't think any of them had visas. So it was just like, this is it. This is the only time I get to see my cousins. I'll be yep. back next year, you know, and it was like leaving was one of the saddest fucking moments of my
2: life every year. it was Oh, like... dude, come on, man. They <laughs> just to like for real, or like when they come visit you and then they're like kicking it for like a week or two or whatever, and yeah, then yo. they bounce, like, oh, dude, bad, real yuck. tears at yeah. LA, like, like real you had to tears leave, at
0: LA. The... Yeah,
2: man, dude, trip, trip out on this, man. So, like, uh again blessed like really fortunate right but my pops just got his green card like in march of this year right yeah and uh we had all these like big plans i was like man i'm gonna send this fool back for the fedia, like this this, this and that right he's probably gonna listen to this so shout out to my dad i love <laughs> the dog um, what the pandemic hits and it's just like never mind yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. like huge huge thing like bro decades of not being able to go back yeah and finally that comes through right and he can go back but realistically he's not going to man until like they should have all set and over with man and that's it's, it's a harsh reality bro that like you know i feel like you know people like us live man which is you don't know who can go back who can come here when they can do it if yeah. they can ever come back like things like that man and it's really grounding man for me like i think Personally, like, it shapes me as a person, like, on a day-to-day basis, man. There's not Absolutely. a day, not an hour that I don't think about it. And, uh, dude, it's crazy, man. Like, I don't know how I ended up in this, you know, situation, Uh, you know, being being blessed the way that I am and, you know, like, having a bar that, like, you know, people go to, et cetera, or did go to, right? But yeah, to know that, like, we're not that far removed from it, man, is, is to me, it's, like... It's very, very dope. Like I mean, the stars you know, align
1: sometimes, that, you know, the stars align the right yeah, way, man. and it's like, that's my wife right there saying hi. <laughs> what not? <laughs> Say hi, babe. <laughs> hi. Um, yeah, you know, it's like the stars sometimes, it's it's like when you think about a lot of scenarios that have happened in life, it's like, dude, like things had to happen specifically at a specific time and the perfect moment, right. you know what I mean? It's like that right. stuff, it's just unpredictable, but but I think a lot of times and this is fucking cheesy as fuck to say, but it's like, you got to really like believe, you got to see it, you know, you got to, you got to visualize, I'm going to do a Bobby Boucher and say, visualize the attack, you know, <laughs> you got to visualize what you want and what you what you dream of or what your goal is. And like you got to see it, you got to see it in your dreams sometimes, right? when you're laying in bed man, and you're man. fucking tired and you think nothing good is going to happen, you got to s- still visualize it because ultimately that is what makes you know, your destiny is like, you, you, you got to fucking push yourself and think that you can do it. And obviously there's some, you can't be unrealistic. You know, some of those goals have right, to still yeah. be realistic, but having the mentality of it can happen instead of thinking right. like, that's never going to happen to me. Nope. Whatever. And then you, you already gave up right there. You know, it's like, yeah. what does Wayne Gretzky say? You, you miss all the shots you don't take. Right. Like, it's right. like, yeah. you have to, you have to take the risk and losing is probably the best thing that can happen to you sometimes dude like losing losing something is probably like that's how you learn dude when you get hurt you know it's how you fucking learn you get better
2: so like coming up like i think it's you know december the the busiest weeks for bars right For like The week between or the weekend of Thanksgiving, because it's like everybody comes back home, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, I'm I'm having a little family time. And then, like, you have your little family time. But then you know that all your boys are back home and, like, all the homies are back home. You're like, oh, let's go, man. Let's meet up, right? Also, the days between Christmas and New Year's right because it's like that lull of like you do Christmas with the fam and then there's like a couple days all yeah. the are back home and you're like what are we gonna do like what's gonna crazy pop, right? Hi, I'm one of those <laughs> <laughs> just have dude so check check this dude, out yeah. man you were talking about how you went to the bar like you know uh, in December something like that and I think the proudest I've ever been as a person, right, was like, you know, I, we, we got cameras at the bar and like I check in on them and like, you know, see what's, see what's going down, see how busy it is, make sure there's no trouble popping off, whatever, right? And uh, the family from Mexico came up and they're at my parents' house. So, you know, whole family's at my parents' house and I'm like checking in on the cameras and like nobody told me, man, like I think maybe like Eric Felix hit me up, shout out Eric Felix, he's gonna listen. Yeah. he was like... Yo, everybody's gonna go to the bar. I was like, bro, I can't, man. Like, you know, my little brothers from Madina and Padino are in town. Like, it's family time, you know, it's always designated as family time, you know, December yeah. for us, right? Yeah, yeah But like, yeah. I'm checking in on the cameras and I'm like, oh shit, man. Like, Oscar, like, Renee, everybody's like, everybody was just like <laughs> filing into the bar. And I was like, damn, man. Like, that's what's up, dude. Like, I felt, I wasn't there, but I felt like, you know, maybe my presence was felt. I felt nah, really loved at that time. Absolutely you know i was like i built something i'm glad people are appreciating it and uh it was was super tight man hopefully we get back to that you know sooner than later bro because uh you know i feel like people need that too man you know i mean we're social animal. we're social animals man we're fucking
1: we love we love being around people and like i'm not just trying to say latinos are like that i'm not taking anything away from the white folks but i feel like we're we're very 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 family oriented so we're always used to being with a lot of fucking people we're always used to being with like right. a bunch of tios and tias and like that and like we just we just like to be social and once we get older we get we get over kicking it with our tios and tias we want to kick it with our homies you mm-hmm. know we want to kick it with our yeah, boys and, and get distracted and have conversations that you can have with your family you know
2: what i mean like little Dude, things you say <laughs> you know that I, whole thing i love family man like I love family. I love love everyone in my family, extended, whatever. Right, but like, bro, like, when you get when you get people from Wilmington together in a room, dog, <laughs> it's like it's comedy, man. Like I've, I I yeah. never laugh harder. I never laugh harder. Like tears, like stomach hurts, like just yeah, bawling. Like it's you know, we have that. We have that connection, man. That like Fuck not yeah. a lot of people have. It's a small town, bro. You know what I mean? And like the small town creates an identity, whether you're a girl, whether you're a boy or whether whatever, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah if, if you connect with people, it transcends like generations, bro. We're like, OGs, oh, sure. Like know what you're talking about. Like young kids know what you're talking about. And like, they're just cool as fuck, man. I love, I love being from there. I love, I love that. That's part of my history, you know?
1: It's yeah. The, you best place in the there. world, man you can get out of the hood, but they can never get the hood out uh, of you, you yes. know, like, and that's how I feel. Never, like, bro. I, I know I don't, you know, I haven't been living there for five years, but, like, you're talking, like you're saying, like, sometimes I'm talking to people, and that shit just comes out, you know, little words that I say, <laughs> and they're like, they just look at me like, what the fuck did this food just saying, it's like, fuck, and I'm, I, I'm probably the only one laughing because of what I said, you know, I'm <laughs> like laughing, time, huh? I'm like laughing it with myself, just thinking like, man, if I would have said that in front of, you know, these foods, like, my homies, they would have been like, yeah. ah, or, you know, they would have been clowning, yeah. but but it's cool, you know. I, I still, I, you know, I, I, am I'm, I'm happy that, that I grew up around the people I grew up with and in the neighborhood I grew up with, and I'm grateful for the school and some of the, a lot of the teachers that I had that, you know, that sparked that little, that little thing in me that I didn't know I had. You know, it's just it's
2: the person Dude, we are shout today out, comes, you know, comes from a lot of a shout lot out of to them, ones. bro. Like everybody at Wilmington Middle School, everybody at Banning, man. Like, you know, they took they took a group of you know, rough, rough rough kids man and like here we are you know what i mean like trying yeah. to make some of ourselves for do sure some, man
3: do
1: some. you know and then now speaking of speaking of food what's up stacks you got the chaneke of the week today or what what's cracking
0: chaneke tell me why this chaneke you know uh you know always got the chaneke in the pocket there's always a chaneke i could pull out and this <laughs> week this chaneke bro <laughs> I don't know. I just, I hate these people too. This is another, another car, <laughs> another car involving, you know, this is people that park where the handicap and they don't even have the handicap sticker, dog. And they're taking away. Oh, from damn, people. bro.
2: Putting me on oh, blast. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 can we doing that. That's some
0: Last time I seen some shit like that, I see some food park and then some lady right behind, I guess she was going a park. And she, it was like in the van. You could tell, like it had the 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 the, brr, you know, the thing that goes down. And everything. Yeah, the stairs to bring them down. You tell, the, the, and, the, and the there wheelchair. was a full park, like a, like a truck. It was like a like a big tundra, like park, like all oh, like if lifted, like oh
2: uh, wait, was it was it a white silver? Nah, nah it was a tundra. Yeah. <laughs> that was me, dog.
0: America, that was me.
3: It was a tundra.
0: It was like a, it was like a lifted tundra, like one of the new ones, like a gray, those gray colored tundras, like. Park, like, and it was in Torrance, <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, over that's scandalous!" And the little, the lady had the little lady had to go around. I like, guess she had someone uh, in there. I was like, "Oh, that's uh, all man. bad, bro." So don't, don't please don't be a Chinette kid. Is- don't do that.
2: <laughs> my people, bad, man. People, some people they, put me on I was, blast. I'm, now sorry, I know. Bro. Now I'm I know. sorry, bro. I'm bro. I
0: don't know.
2: I, I don't know, but hey, uh, dude, uh, speak, speaking of Bank of America, man. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you guys like, my best. My best Wilmington story, all right? Uh, so, here uh, it goes. I, I came up here, bro, when I was five years old, right? Like, uh, came from Mexico. Yeah, I consider myself a southern gentleman, you know what I mean? <laughs> so southern, I'm from south of the border, baby, you know no what I mean? Shame. Like, I'm from Aguascalientes, bro, all day. So, uh, I didn't know English, man. I had no English knowledge, right? Second semester of first grade, just got put, like, spotlight, man. And, like... I think what's crazy about, like, you know, going to school at that position, right? Like, I'm blessed that it was Wilmington because fools were, like, clowning on me for a little bit. They're like, ah, damn fool, you don't know English, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I don't. And then, like, once we got over that, it was like, welcome home, bro. Like, let's teach you English, right? Like, let's let's get it popping. So freeze i went to freeze right and they had this like program called the best foot forward or something like that where they just would have you read books and if you read books they would like give you little awards right like make you do like a little diorama and like you know you would get you get prizes right came up here i think my mom could probably tell that i was like a little like shell shocked that you know i was like new culture whatever so she spent time dude like teaching me english you Uh, know making me read whatever right and they would have these like uh award ceremonies right where what prize you got they would bring you up so uh you know it'd be like oh like now everybody that read five books this semester right and like 100 kids would go up to the auditorium right and i was like i was in there right everybody that read 20 and it was like 20 kids right everybody that read 50 books and it was like 10 kids Mm. right everybody that read 100 books and it was like three kids right and like, it just kept going up and escalating. <laughs> right. And they'd be like, everybody that read 150 books and I'd go up, it was just me. Right. I was like, oh, I got a Walkman dog. Like I'd get like a Walkman. Right. And they would keep it going even though it was just me. And I was like, granted doing this. Cause like, I was like, yo, fuck these fools are like, you know, talking shit about me. Not knowing English. You, oh, know, no, this stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> now I'm reading, reading. Right. And they'd be like, 200 books and it was just me again everybody be like yeah <laughs> you know,
0: 200 books that's fucking crazy
2: right uh anyway so that was going on man and like you know years passed and I like, started my trucking company with the help of my dad and my brother right and you know it's like cash-based business sometimes I'm walking out of Bank of America bro like on Avalon right and I probably got like you know, three thousand dollars on me or something like that, cause I gotta pay a mechanic, right? Yeah. And this fucking this cholo ass fool man, like tatted up, like tatted up, like face tattoos, like crazy, right? He punched me. He's like, "Hey!" I was like, "Yo, what's up?" I'm like, "Man, this was gonna take my cash right now, right?" He's gonna beat the shit out of me. He's like, "Hey, you're you're that fool that read all those books at free." Huh, I was like, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> Yo, that's, that's fucking bad. That's legend right there. Like 15 years later, dog. <laughs> that is crazy, bro. It's cheers to hilarious. that. I'm on, I'm
1: on an empty glass, but still, it's cheers serious, to that bro. shit, bro. That is fucking...
2: Yeah, that was tight, man.
1: I was watching, I was reading this whole feed, bro, about something similar, bro, where some food posted that he saw his homie that he knew from high school. And the guy told them like, "Oh yeah, man, this is my girl, oh babe, like this is the food." He's like the only football player that didn't punk me. Like that's how oh, he yeah, remembered I remember them. Did you see that? And right. I'm like, it's fucking crazy how you one of your actions at any part of your life can like and be embedded in someone's brain. You know what I mean? Like in yeah, their memory, man, whether real. it's positive or negative. You know, hopefully. You know, it's a positive one. When it's a positive one, it's fucking beautiful, man. Like hearing something like that. Like that dude probably still, you know, he probably still talks about that shit this day. Like, yeah, was, those-
2: <laughs> you know. And that's that's. that's <laughs>
3: dude,
2: and like, I'll, I'll bring it back, right, Like, uh, you know, you say like, oh, what, what made you want to like, you know, start a bar, like, open up a yeah. bar. I went. I went to UCLA, right? And uh I remember, man, that. You know, I was in the dorms for a little bit and I had like pretty fat scholarship my first year at UCLA. They were, they were like, where do you want to live? Like, you know, the regular dorms or like the fat dorms, like in the suites with like private bathroom. I was like, man, just put me in the, in the sick ones, man, like the cool ones, right? So they put me in the dope dorm rooms, but I got put up with like a bunch of athletes. Like these dudes were like, you know, one of them was on the football team and like another, the other two dudes were on the volleyball team, and like those two won a championship, like a bunch of championships, yeah. right? And uh, I, like, really struck a chord with them. And, like, I had a really good time hanging out with these dudes. And they're, like, they're white boys, man, from, like, everywhere. Like, Newport Beach, you know, like, all that kind of thing, right? Moved out of the dorms, got an apartment, right, like, off campus. And I've always loved hosting, man. Like, I've always loved, like, throwing parties, kicking back, knocking back a couple drinks, right? And I remember the parties that we would have off campus, right? And they'd be, like, the homies from from Wilmington that come (laughs) up right and like we just got like a bunch of 40s in the fridge like that's what we bought alcohol wise right it'd be like all the homies from Wilmington and then like all the white athlete homies that I had (laughs) and like everyone just vibing bro like dancing like dapping each other up I'm like how in the fuck like did the homie from Newport Beach with like a diamond championship ring just dap up the homie from like you know flint street or whatever and i'm just yeah. tripping out right but i would like take a step back and i'm like you know what i like doing this i feel like i can bring people together have them have a good time right show them how to have a good time give them the facility to do so yeah. and ever since that was like going down i was like i want to make a living doing this
1: you know
3: what i mean but, so uh, yeah.
2: that's kind of where it stemmed from yeah
1: man that makes a lot of fucking sense man i mean i i i just always remember kicking it with like You know, because I was, I was, I'm obviously like, what, like three, four years younger than you guys. And, right. but I was always attracted to like Oscar when he was in his metal band and shit and him going to shows like, fuck, Oscar, take me, man, take me. You know, I was bugging him and that fool probably be like, fuck, dog, chill, you know, like, Ah, you you know, wait till it's your time. Yeah, exactly. But I was like, man, I remember some days I'd be sitting there like almost praying like fuck Oscar please fucking take me to the punk show you're about to go to like please take right. me and he he didn't always take me you know and a lot of times my mom was like nah like it ain't happening like you're gonna stay home and you, that your brother's older and he's gonna do his thing and like um and then like once you know I was meeting you guys I mean I had my own pair of friends I had all my homies like Stax and all my boys and everything but I was like, man, like, you guys were different, you know? You guys were all into some crazy shit or whatever, and I was like, man, Oscars homies are fucking dope. Like, you, Frank, you know, Eric, uh, Ralph, fuck, I mean, all, you know, fuck, I'm I'm trying to think of Lalo, Gabriel, I mean, all those dudes that you guys used to kick it with, or I don't know if you guys still probably kick it with some of them now, and it's like, It's just really cool to see that now all these years later, you guys are still just as close, you know? You guys still communicate whether it's just via text or whatever, but then on the weekends, you guys go have a drink, and then now that you have a bar and you're able to be like, this is my establishment, bro. He's like, come through, kick it, you know? It's just like,
2: it's beautiful to see that shit, to see the growth, you know? and It's crazy, man. Like, you know, a couple homies will, like, jump in the car. It's like a five-minute drive, you know, to go from Wilmington to Long Beach and, like, you know, chill, and then, like, the homie lives in like Manhattan beach and he knows like a real estate developer or whatever. Right. And like, it's all family, man, no matter what, you know what I mean? So this, I I really hope we get back to that man. Like sooner than later, you know, I miss it, man. I, uh, again, I have a passion for it. You know, I obviously invested a lot of time, you know, Uh, a lot of work into it and, uh, hopefully we get back to it, man. Sooner than later for real.
1: I think, I think we will. And, um, it's you know the time obviously the timeline is fucked up we never we don't know we don't know when but i feel like it'll be sooner than later and i don't know i guess it's just me being optimistic you know (laughs) that's just who i am like i i want to be optimistic you know
2: if if you're if you're a pessimist or like even a realist at this point right it's tough to it's like you have to look towards the light at the end of the tunnel man and you know i would like to think that we're past the halfway point and like you know we're making progress towards getting there um and dude, like just getting back to like some modicum of like reality, like a little, bit, we'll of a little was, bit of what it was was yeah. once is so much better than where we're at and where we have been. That like I think that's what's fueling people to like keep it going, man. You know, that's definitely okay. what's fueling me for sure. By the way, I didn't know you were born in Mexico, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that. that's, yeah. that's
1: that's fucking really. crazy. Oscar was born in Mexico too. He he came, I think he came <laughs> younger, I think he came here younger than you. But, but I still remember listening to my brother talk English and just hearing ha, 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 ha. like, that's all I heard. Yeah. I still remember that as a little kid. Cause I mean, at the house, it was all Spanish and he's the right. first one to go to school. And then my mom started picking up English and my dad obviously had to pick up English and like, right. but at, at home, it's still all Spanish unless it's between yeah. me and my brothers. It's still all Spanish. Right. So like, it's cool to hear stories of, you know, you coming here and getting your shit together because there's a misconception that a lot of people who come to this country, especially like from Mexico or South America or Central America, just come here to fucking do some shady shit. You know what I mean? Like not either, and bro. that's something that and that's something that has to get eliminated. We're hustlers, we're fucking we're mm-hmm. out here to show love to people and and share culture too. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not scared of share culture. I feel like I embrace my culture, but and, I'm, and I like to share it with people. Like, when people ask me, yeah. you know, what what kind of tacos fucking do you like? I'm like, what's up? You ever heard of birria? You heard of buche? You heard of, like, you know, fuck that fucking ground beef bullshit. That ain't tacos. Dude, you know, you know, you know what
2: has been? You know what has been? Uh, my, my cutoff, for, uh, or not cutoff, but I know that the tacos are going to be fire if you pull up to the truck and they're talking in Nahuatl, right? Oh. Like that. like that uh, uh, like original language of like yeah. oaxaca or whatever you yeah. know they're gonna be fire bro. Well, the ladies like, are that's, talking that's to themselves the
0: like ladies.
2: they're not even like yeah, yeah they fucking with they're...
1: they got fucking those they got big hands making them tortillas like da, 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 boom, yeah. putting them on the fucking on the comal that's just beautiful man speaking of tacos if you guys watch that show taco yeah, chronicles if yeah, you guys don't seen watch it
2: it's it. just dangerous i've seen a couple yeah Oh,
1: this, it's is this, this is legit, man. When I watched the one about Pastor, that one was one of the ones that entertained me the most because it spoke about how immigrants from, like, Turkey and from, like, Liberia Lebanon and that birth, part of Lebanon. That's what I meant yeah. to say. Yes. They came over here and introduced it to the coastal people, like in Veracruz, I think it was. Yep. And then, like, man, it's it's when I went to Europe and I went to Berlin and I went to a lot of those restaurants with the kebabs and all that. It's like the same exact right. thing, you know. It's like they have the fucking the way they stack the meat, you know. And then we threw in our own Mexican yep. spin on it. Have you know? seen That's the new one? Of the fish
0: tacos.
2: I need did to did
0: watch that one.
2: That one, la yeah! Damn dude yeah shout out mexico man you know came up here when i was five shout out obama for giving me daca dog shout you know holding yeah. it down that's right that's shout right Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: well with that i think we're gonna close this episode out um once again ernie thank you for fucking sitting here with us and having this conversation and uh i love out, the yeah. podcast
0: man shout out you thank know?
2: you for having me really appreciate it shout
0: out your bar anything Hell yeah uh
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, follow the Grasshopper LBC on Instagram. Uh, it's just, you know, people from Long Beach, people from Wilmington trying to, you know, make a name for ourselves, man. I feel like we got the best best drinks in Long Beach and uh, come check us course, out. Yeah. Hopefully next weekend we'll be open up on the patio.
1: That's right. That's right. And uh, and obviously in the future, we'd love to have you again. And, you know, we can give you can give us an update on what's going on. And, uh, just keep doing your thing, bro, and uh, I'm sure in the long run, everything's gonna work out. We're, you know, we're those type of people, man. We get through fucking hurdles. We push. And, Have to, Have And to. a shout out to that jersey behind you, Kobe24. Yeah, shout out to that
0: jersey. Hopefully
1: that ship comes to us t- tomorrow and we can fucking celebrate virtually yeah. and shit. <laughs> Let's do
2: it, man. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gigi. You know, everyone else on that chopper. Yeah. Yeah. Lakers, I think, you know, I'll say this are symbolic of us as a city man because i feel like you know either you grind like we do right or you're blessed to have money or whatever right all the, all the rich yeah. people whatever but like you just don't settle for anything but the chips so let's get it tomorrow let's that's do it right man. that's fucking right
1: all right listeners uh thank you guys for joining us next week we have our boy from the um let me know podcast on here and uh you're make looking? sure you guys tune in Please follow us on Instagram, Shoved Podcast. And with that, we check out. Peace, peace out, peeps. Shub Much them. love. Shub them. Shub them. Shub them.
0: We thank you for listening to the Shub them Podcast with me and Key Botics.